0: my hair is all fucked up look at it bam we're live well good morning good morning susie good morning good morning i think i got the phone hooked up right uh wow we're doing it incredible bruce good morning kyle gm okay oh yeah good morning dreamer good morning brian g no friday show you've had that up there for a long time i bet you're not even in the chat anymore casual sender good morning kevin smith good morning I saw a really nice, uh, compliment in the YouTube comments. I saw another comment, by the way, in the YouTube comments, it said, uh, um, that the show that we did with uh, Brian friend and chase and Luke Parker was super petty and boring. And I agree. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. 10 minutes into that show. I thought, wow, this is petty. Like I, like I I love throwing rocks at cars, but and watching them bounce off and shit like that, or, you know, just, you know, breaking beer bottles, but that. That was pointless. We need to give like HQ like a week or two. I I totally agree with that. Other people love the show. Show's off the hook. The numbers are crazy. Most of the comments are like, "Fuck yeah, you guys kill it." Blah blah blah. I thought it was petty. I thought I mob, I call, mob mentality. Yeah.
1: <laughs> get up, get up. <laughs>
2: Groupthink took over.
0: Yeah. I um I called uh I think Matt right afterwards, and I was like, "Oh, that was so fucking petty." Welcome, Ethan. Thank you, Casual Sender, for welcoming in. Mr. Ethan, that was a good radio voice right Womack. there. Whoa, Mac, thank you. This little headpiece is screwing up my. Speaking of petty, uh, I want to talk to you guys about something that I saw in the morning chalk up. I saw it. Well, I actually saw it. someone sent me a screenshot on um, Instagram. There's a guy who works over there. I, I n- had never heard of his name before. I, I have never heard of his name even in the CrossFit community. And I dug around a little bit, and he he looks like a long distance runner or something. Peter Blackencheck, Blacken, Blanken. Hold on, I'm ill prepared. Got to get it right. Where are my notes? Where are my notes? Uh, Peter Blenner, oh Blenner has it. Pa- Patrick Blenner has it. Number sixty-one. Um, he, uh, I'm I, at first I was like, oh, he probably just writes this shit because he writes for free, um, and so the truth doesn't matter. He just like throws shit out there and just writes whatever he wants. This article is different than the Instagram post. I couldn't, I couldn't find. Uh, it's almost like two separate people wrote it. The facts just seem different, um, uh, and, and I'll get into the details. I don't want to leave it ambiguous, but this guy, Patrick Blenner Hassett, I don't know if he's a CrossFitter. He seems like I, – I, from the little digging around I, I've done, it seems like he's like the Rose. what Rosa is to CrossFit. Mm. <laughs> he is to the Savior. morning chalk up. Like, like He's like LaFranco <laughs> who knows even less and is mo- even more – the guy in me. line for the next promotion. I guess I, it's, it's just weird. <laughs> this guy's bizarre, but um, it's so it's so it's such a bad article, and I just want to. Oh, here we go. So uh, this is the morning Chicago Post. It says after Eric Rose bought CrossFit along with Birkinshire Partners in July 2020, one of the first things launched under his reign was affiliate. Rep- not even true. Like like not even close to true. Not even not even like. Uh, that program, just so you know, was started in 2016, first um, under, under in my department, under me, and run by Tyson Oldroyd and Matt Bischel, who I believe are both still at CrossFit HQ. They can verify that. That was an idea that, that Dave had, Dave Castro had, to, so each of their own countries had their own uh, um, Instagram accounts. And it was pushed back upon huge. It was, wasn't a popular idea at all at HQ. And we started in two thousand sixteen in Tyson, and uh, and you could ask any of the, the 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 country reps or liaisons or whatever they've changed the name to now. But um, this article is tantamount. What this guy is saying is is that Cro- that Eric Rosa started. Cro- it would be like if we published an article and be like, "Oh my god, Eric Rosa started CrossFit Home Office. What an incredible <laughs> methodology!" And we never and we never mentioned the fact that all he did was change the name of CrossFit HQ. So we told we told the world that Eric Rosa founded. No, this shit was founded and fucking wanted. Greg Glassman was a kid when he's fucking fifteen. He started putting this shit together. It's just so bad. So like, like, save your. Why are you just sitting there writing lies? I, I said a few weeks ago, and I got pushback back from Souza and uh, and a couple other people saying that that I would I would not affiliate. I would I would oh, would not affiliate. I, I would I, I would not subscribe to that. That 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 um um uh rag whatever you call Morning Chalk Up <laughs> is just um. Uh, I, I think we've surpassed them in, in just character and validity like, like by far.
2: Well, truth, that's for sure.
0: So, so I, I obviously don't like it for the reasons that like, that program was started under my department by Dave Castro. Then in 2018, I'll tell you a little bit more of the story. So in 2018, um, uh, we were in a big meeting. It's probably one of the biggest uh, um, leadership meetings we ever had at HQ. There were probably like 20 people in it. And the executives in that meeting, like the big dogs in that meeting, were Greg Glassman, me, Bruce Edwards, Nicole Carroll, Ben Elizer, Dave Castro, Marshall Brennan as general counsel. I think he's still at CrossFit HQ. Kathy Glassman, head of affiliates. And then a variety of other people. And there were two people in that meeting who did not work at CrossFit HQ, which was really weird. It was the soon-to-be CEO who's just completely destroyed the con- c- company. He, he w- One day, I mean, one day I got to tell that whole story. It's like five hours long, but I'll tell you. He, this was a dear friend of mine, and then he was brought days. on board and completely turned into just a, just a horrible douche. And his mistress. So this guy's married, and he has his mistress who's married in the meeting, and they're in the meeting. And in that meeting at HQ, Dave Castro says to the to the, all 20 people in there and all the top executives at HQ, and I apologize. Did I mention Bruce Edwards? He was the operations officer. And uh, I didn't probably mention uh, Matt Holdsworth was in that meeting. I'm guessing. I don't remember seeing him there, but I'm guessing he's the CFO.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and um, he – thank you. And he, he – uh, um, Dave, Dave said – oh, and Jimmy Letchford was in there. And he – and Dave said in that meeting, hey, I think we should all get raises based – this is in 2018. We should all get raises based on performance. So set us a carrot out there in the field. Typical mill guy, right? He wants you to work hard and get rewarded for your hard work. Mm. Fucking absurd. And Sounds racist. Definitely racist and sexist Um, because we know that men are stronger than women. (laughs) And – so, and then he also proposes an affiliate liaison program to sort of expand this thing that we have where there's just uh, um, uh, Instagram accounts that are being run by people out in the countries. And I think some of the people out there who ran them, I'm not sure, for, but like Dave Chafee, I think he still works for the company. And like, I think he ran the Instagram account in France. I'm trying to remember who the guy in Germany who ran it. He's a really cool cat. A really cool cat. I had him on the podcast before. There's video footage of him like live video footage of him fighting the Taliban in a real gunfight it's gnarly
2: <laughs> we're for sure going to find that do you hear that noise it's the trash that garbage truck
0: oh so so in this meeting dave proposes that and in, and in, in greg's furious he doesn't want, he doesn't want um, bonuses handed out based on merit. He doesn't want to do bonuses at all. And he doesn't want to do this affiliate liaison program. And there's a war in this meeting. This is in 2018. It was crazy. Yeah, it probably was racism. No, Greg, Greg doesn't have a racist bone in his body. I wish I could say it was racist towards Mexicans, but no. He's the exact opposite. He, he, is, he is overly kind. Overly kind to people. Like if you walk by someone who's like, like a homeless guy, Greg is the dude who talks to him and is like, hey, dude, what the fuck? Get your shit together. And it's like, it just starts talking to the dude in Home Depot. Who's like fucked up like that. Greg cares. Everyone has it put together. If you're in Home Depot, I think <laughs> the, the bums in front of home. No, it's just like a bum. Oh, in front. Oh, of in
3: front home. Yeah. In if they're inside, they got
0: Greg gives him a 30 minute lecture. And then Greg gives him a 50. <laughs> I used to love hearing him lecture. Thanks the homeless people to like that. Like I am like, man, these people are so <laughs> lucky to get a fucking pep talk from Greg Glassman. Anyway, and, and they were always – he he, 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 uh, he didn't, wouldn't get offended so Greg could talk to the best of them. He could just be like, get at it with them. So anyway, so so Greg's pissed, right, and this fucking fight ensues in the meeting. And, and I'm, I'm talking – like for me, it's uh, – for some people, maybe that shit's normal, but it's intense. People are yelling. It's getting intense, Greg. People are spitting venom and insults, and it, it, it feels like we're fucking in an episode of Sons of Anarchy. And uh, and three people in that meeting didn't speak up and get uh, people were getting Dave's back who were like the biggest Greg Glassman ass kissers. You would never be- believe. And these people were like, no, Dave's right. We should do this. I couldn't believe it. And there were three people in that meeting who didn't stand up and defend Dave and agree with Dave. Uh, one of them was uh, uh, um, Dale Saran didn't say anything. Uh, and Jeff Kane, the guy who was the CEO and his mistress didn't say anything. Matter of fact, <laughs> they attacked Dave. Uh, she didn't. He did. The, the, the dude Jeff Kane, who eventually became CEO. Told Dave, "If you don't like Greg's decision, you should quit." I used to work at a job where I didn't like my boss and I had to quit. Guy, this guy's such a dude. he checked
2: for Graves' approval?
0: Right? Yeah, like, like, can you imagine we're in a in a debate that like that's the dumbest thing you could do at a work debate, and then you tell someone, "Hey, you should quit if you don't like it." Like, why are you going nuclear? Like, well, we're trying to work shit out.
2: He knew he's gonna fire half of them anyway. So, what well, maybe. Foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, it could be
0: foreshadowing. <laughs> it, it was crazy. It was. It was. It was, it was, it was such. He's such a douche, this guy. I'm a PhD philosophy major in English academic from the University of Washington. And yet you do dumb shit like that. <laughs> if you don't like it, you should quit. Anyway, so and, and then I didn't say anything to defend Dave. And I didn't say anything to defend Dave because Greg had just given me $250,000 as a down payment on the house. <laughs> like literally like the day before. I was like, yeah, Greg, get him. Fuck Dave up. Get him. <laughs> Stupid idea, Dave. I get paid plenty. I don't need no fucking bonus. <laughs> Greg's a good dude. You just Dave. got your bonus, yeah. But these away. fucking people were defending. I mean, it was it was just it was just, an, it, was just a, it was just an idea. Dave was thrown out there. It's a great idea. Reward people based on their hard work, and have an affiliate liaison program. Let's talk about it. But it got really heated, which is fine. Maybe it's just me who's uncomfortable with that kind of heated discussion. And. Um, even, I remember even Marshall Brennan, the, 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 he defended Dave, Ben Elizer, who never fucking stands up for shit. He was our CTO, just a fucking coward of the highest order. He stood up for Dave, Russ Green, who always had fucking Greg's back. He stood up for Dave. I was like, wow. Uh, um, Oh, you know who was in there? The chief strategist was in there. Um, Brian Mulvaney was in there. I can't believe I didn't remember his name. He stood up for Dave. That motherfucker had Greg's back just about as much as anyone except for me. <laughs> And so it didn't happen. It didn't happen. We didn't. We didn't. The 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 the, the we we just stayed with having um, Instagram accounts, and that was kind of the the affiliate representatives from 2016. And then in that in that meeting, it didn't happen. Well, a couple months later, Greg um Greg and made this guy who was in the room with his mistress Olivia Leonard, made him um the CEO. And then eventually they 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 forced her into my position. They knew that all along. His mistress came in and they they tried to boot me out. And put her in my position. It was fucking madness. Anyway, within a fucking week of being CEO, this dude started, this is in 2018. He started the affiliate liaison program, which Patrick shit calls um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget what he calls it. He calls it something else, but but it's a uh, affiliate representative program. It's, it's a field leaders. Um, um, he starts this program. This guy Jeff Kane does, and um, and and pu- and I'm put in charge of it still. And Tyson Oldroyd and Matt Bish will run it. And then a little while later, um, Jimmy Letchford put in charge, who's eminently capable. Fucking amazing! Am- am- everyone loves Jimmy. Amazing leader, strong dude. Fucking collegiate wrestler from uh, the Naval Academy, Marine. And that was 2016, right? Handsome smart. That's probably 2018 now. The original Instagram shit happened in 2016. Sorry. Thank you for trying to keep me on track. The original Instagram shit where we had countries started getting their own Instagram accounts like CrossFit France, CrossFit um, whatever, that started in 2016. And then in 2018, we actually made it a little more robust and we called it, I think, the country liaison program or something. And it was in full swing. And then and then this guy, Jeff Kane, left. And Gr- and Dave came in as CEO for a couple months before Greg sold the company. And then that thing really fucking took off. And Nicole Carroll was super-duper involved in it too. But to say that this thing started in 2020 <laughs> bat, under Rosa, batshit crazy. Just revisionist history. I mean, I, why are you even writing? First of all, you could be like, Seven, why do you care? Well, why is he writing the article? Why does he care? Right. And don't be like, well, no, uh, Savon, that's actually the um, – uh, and this is, this is woke shit, by the way, too. If, if the response is no, it wasn't called field leaders and affiliate representatives at the time. Dude, changing the name doesn't, doesn't, doesn't – change. like if we start calling a carrot an orange, it's still a fucking carrot. Like don't be like, Bug Bunny never ate carrots. Those are not oranges. Like shut the fuck up.
2: I mean, I think you could probably look that's back in your, talk. as an affiliate. You could probably look back in your email and you could see the original emails that came out under
0: Dave Castro's email yes, and, and, announcing that. And, and the I do have all my old emails and I, and I, yeah. and I did, I dug around. I that's a, how I got this timeline. I dug in my old emails and thank you. As Susan's right over there, that's why I keep receipts. looking over there. I know I keep looking at you across the other side rather than at the computer too. We're in the same room today. And then after that, Dave Castro started the um, uh, scholarship program. And, uh, and and we all know what happened there. Dave went to Atlanta to to run the scholarship program that Rosa supposedly got credit for. But Rosa was at Mayhem fucking trying to um, push Luke Parker off of Rich's dick so he could sit on it <laughs> while Dave was fucking in Atlanta working with fucking the, the scholarship program. No shit.
2: There was a lot of a dog and pony when he first came on. Oh, so
0: ridiculous.
2: And there's a lot of talks like he, I actually do CrossFit, which was ironic because then everybody hired on from that point. had no idea what the fuck CrossFit was.
0: And they still don't. Uh, then the affiliate newsletter, um, came out and that was also, uh, uh, or, or, or sometime in that period. Um, and, and that was also a Dave Castro idea. And Dave, as you can see, if you follow my Instagram, follows uh, all of their visits, shitloads of affiliates still, and you don't see anyone else doing that. It's always been like that. Not that you didn't always see people doing it. Greg always popped into affiliates too. But Greg, Dave, Dave I remember at one point, Dave said he's going to go to hundred every affiliate in San Diego. And I think he went to 100 affiliates in 100 days. And I think he worked out at 90 of them. He drugged me along to one or two of those visits and we worked out against each other.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. People would pay to see that.
0: I remember we did this one workout in this parking lot. I think it was an ocean or something. And I was beating him most of the workout. And then there was, I think there was like overhead squat lunges or something. And it was, and it was Probably like. this being just be an overhead lunge overhead lun- overhead oh yeah overhead lunge right. <laughs> right some people don't still don't know what crossfit is okay. uh, it was an overhead lunge and i, I want to say it was something crazy like 90 95 pound barbell and it was far and i i think not only could i not do it but i had to uh, with 95 pounds but i think then he beat me i think i used 65 and he used 95 and he beat me with the heavier weight or something And it was we got into a fight, because I I was just like stuck on the fact that I was winning most of the workout, but then he crushed me at the end. And he's like, "But I won." I'm like, "Yeah, but I was winning most of the workout." He's like, "Yeah, but I won." You know, you know that shit.
3: (laughs) Not really. (laughs) I've
2: never tried to make the argument that was the majority of the workout
0: because your parents taught you to be a good sport. He's
2: like, "Did you see? I won the first round. I don't know what this deal is. (laughs) I clearly had it."
0: One of the, one of the first times I ever worked out with Dave and Justin and uh, I worked out with Dave and Justin and someone else was there. I can't remember what, and the workout had 135 pound thrusters in it. And I was so, and and Dave put himself and we had to rotate. There was only one bar and Dave put himself in the, in the front and me in the back being that he was the strongest and I was the weakest and I was so happy when I would I, the, I I caught up to the group and just kept pressure on them the whole time, like showing that I wasn't the slowest. You know what I mean? Like, I, so I was always waiting for the bar. <laughs> Motherfucker, tell me I'm the weakest. That's the deal with the
2: partner workouts. You don't have to be that fit. You just have to be fitter than your partner.
0: So, so, so di- I did. Just, just forget morning chalk up. Just, just forget it.
2: And head on over to our website and subscribe to our newsletter. We will get all the latest news. And yeah, just, just,
0: just forget. This is just nonsense. Patrick Blenner, Blenner, Blenner.
2: What do you think the conversation, do you think he Blenner wrote that on seen. his own? Like, how do you think that started? Do you think they were like, <laughs> hey, we need to I don't even understand the, the point X. of the article.
0: I don't even understand like why he wrote it. That's Maybe he wrote like. it so that our show has shit. Maybe he's like, man, that on podcast is dull as shit. I'm going to give him something. I'm going to throw him a bone. Good dude. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Maybe
2: he could write some more stuff like Rosa actually establishes L1 curriculum.
0: Uh, Sevan, what do you think of the soft white underbelly on YouTube? I don't know what that is. Does anyone know what that is?
2: I don't trust people without their names in the... uh... (laughs) I don't trust people without the full name inside their
0: YouTube. It's just an I. What happened? you just fall apart? I don't know what's going on here. Oh, dude, you went limp. We got a new setup here. Actually, you know what I'm going to do after the show's over? I'm going to take a picture of it and post it to my Instagram so you can see. I, I got to get used to this thing so I could drink. I, I, I wish I could tell you what we're, what is this part? What my hair is such a mess today. Um, I washed it. That's why and it's just not behaving. We're in, uh, we're, we're, we're feet away from the Pacific ocean right now. Susan, I one one of uh, our sponsors has been uh, generous enough to, uh, set us up in the most remarkable home you could imagine. Uh, Right on the Pacific Ocean for the next two weeks. So we're pretty stoked. It's a nice it's a nice place to talk about Patrick.
2: What are these things about um a safe place not getting emails here?
0: Oh uh yeah. I subscribed so many times, went to my spam box, still no newsletter, guys. No, what do you mean? If it went to your spam box, how can there be no newsletter? No, like she
2: checked the spam box and Oh, it still wasn't there. Oh. Bruce, you didn't get yours either. What's happening?
0: I got mine off forward to you
3: i think uh, a lot of people signed up after we sent the first one uh okay
0: uh miss cabinet maker how are you good morning hey good morning good morning hi jody
4: i I thought i'd give you a call and say hi
0: hi thank you how are you
4: i'm great listening along
0: summer setting in here in california say it again summer is setting in here in california it's what you talk about when you don't know what to talk about you talk about the weather <laughs> oh i know what to talk about <laughs> Sevon can see the change i like
4: i, I like that Chase Ingram show i oh, didn't you think did? Pe- okay i thought it was great i was really surprised when you said that was your feedback
0: yeah well there's just there was one comment on youtube that said that and i just felt that you know i felt like a little dirty like i don't want to just beat up on on like, part of me just thinks that, hey, like, we, did, we haven't given them much time to let the dust settle. Like, maybe they are going to move the athletes around. By the way, the, the thing with the athletes, I, I, I was uh, had a coffee this morning at 6 a.m. with Souza. I, I, I have the solution. We However, you it. did in the open, you get to choose which one, which uh, area you go to. That's it. Stop calling them semifinals. Call them regionals. Who cares if you from Australia and you do it in Siberia? Like no one gives a shit. Let people pick in the order that they want. They place in the open. Done deal. That's it. Done. There's okay. 15 places you can go around the world. If you're the worst person in the open, you're going to get the last choice of where to go.
2: It place more emphasis on the open again, too. Maybe. Yeah, that's it. A little more well, serious. all
0: done. Fix that. I fixed that problem. <laughs> all done.
4: Well, before we know it, this will all be past. this'll be at the game, so
0: yep, and Dave will be I, back running the show, and uh, I'll be on the floor <laughs> uh filming behind the scenes. Is they just be, is you
2: know. he just gonna walk out onto the onto the main floor, and like all the athletes are gonna be oh,' like be like afraid, and
0: I'm parachuting in
2: Some of them' excited you're parachuting on,
0: yes, ma'am. on yes,
4: I'm following the site wad, I quit my box. So I'm
0: following the main site watch. Oh, wow. Why'd you do that? Rosa
2: writes those workouts.
0: (laughs) No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Don't (laughs) listen to Sousa. Um, uh, Why did you do that? Why'd you quit your box? Isn't it a nice place?
4: No, you said don't pay the mothership. So that's what I'm doing.
0: Wow. Oh man, that hurts me. But those are small. I feel like those are small. I feel like those are small businesses. Let me tell you something bad I'm doing. Okay, go ahead. I,
4: I feel like if Sousa was my box owner, I, I would never quit. My box owners, whoa. And I'm not dealing with
0: it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. I totally get that. Well, let me tell you something really bad I'm doing. So about a month ago, I knew I was coming down here and, uh, I got tickets to Disneyland and the tickets to Disneyland for my whole family are like a thousand bucks. Yeah, and, and then all this shit broke out with Disney and I've been struggling like for the last two weeks. And even yesterday when we were driving down here to, to Los Angeles, I told my wife, Mike, please don't post any pictures on Instagram from Disneyland. I don't want anyone to know I'm supporting this. fucking." I mean,
2: how much do you think that's going to affect your experience mm-hmm. at
0: Disney? Though? Racist, sexist, uh, uh, organization. Oh, uh, no, like, it's not going to affect my, it's Pirates not going to affect, I just don't want to give there. them, but I don't want to give them money. I mean, I don't want to give an organization money that thinks you should sexualize kids.
4: Okay, but you also let your kids enjoy it.
1: So
0: yeah, well, I yeah. just I, I, here's the thing. I, I figured I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a photo essay of the of the like hundred most. I'm gonna do photo essay. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to say that large body individuals. I'm gonna do I'm do a photo essay on the crazy shit I saw about ten years ago. Gary Roberts told me he went to Disneyland and he goes so on
4: remember Gary Roberts. Come on, Killed
0: Where is has he gone? Uh, he's, uh, he's running. He's, he's in the arm wrestling scene pretty strong now. I think he has a, has a website called Arm TV. But he told me, he goes, hey, when's the last time you've been to Disneyland? And back then I was like 20 years. Now it's been probably 30 or 40 years. And he said, hey, you're not even going to believe what you see. And I go, why? He goes, it's just carts everywhere. And when I went there, I was probably like seven or eight years old. There were no carts. And so he said, it's just people in electric carts scooting around like Wally World everywhere. Oh, no, look at Melissa. Look at, look at.
2: Oh, she's judging. Oh my god! Why would actually, you go to Disneyland? She's just it's upset judging. she didn't get the newsletter. Look at so. look at look at
0: Craig White. Craig White flashing out now. Oh, it's not about affecting. It's the pedo. It's a pedo court. Wow. So,
2: yeah. so Disneyland is just a big uh, go kart track now. <laughs> it's actually
3: a ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the streets turned into the the most popular. Roller hey, hey, <laughs> uh,
0: you guys, you Hey, you got hey, Listen, listen to me. I'm supporting. Um, I'm supporting uh, communism and pedophiles i get it i get it it sucks i don't want to i don't want to but but i'm weak are you saying because those are
2: made in in china
0: yeah supporting communism i'm supporting communism child labor and pedophilia oh my goodness i know it's disgusting but 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 at least but at least i'm but at least i'm out and and i'm not okay with it i'm not okay with it and i'm gonna work i'm working on it not i'm gonna work on it i'm working on it. this will be the last time i ever go to disneyland and I promise I'll do it while I'm there. I will make media about the place that makes it look horrible. How's that? To kind of like throw some shit on the other side of the scale. All I, right. Sevon's a sellout. It hurts. It hurts. I would rather be a sellout than a fucking right, dishonest do douche. How's thing. that? I'd way rather. Oh, I, I started feeling some tension in my neck. <laughs> I would rather be a sell a sellout than a dishonest douche.
4: Oh my god!
0: Okay, thank you, Jody. I got to change the Wait. subject. I, okay, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. I have, a I
4: have a question. Okay, go ahead. I have a question. Yeah. I've been following site, and on the rest day, there was a young doctor who passed away, Sarah Hallberg, and I was just wondering if you knew her. She was um.
0: Yes. She spoke. She spoke at the DDC, right? Yeah. Short haired blonde, blonde lady.
4: She died of lung cancer.
0: Yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. I was actually talking to Greg about this a couple days ago. So sad, man. She was a firecracker and a good person. Really sucks. Really, 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 really sucks. Yep.
4: Anyway, um, OK, one more. Go ahead. Yeah. One more thing. Oh, the Louisiana caller. I love him. Oh, you do. And I completely relate to his sugar problem.
0: Yeah, it's real, right?
4: It's totally real. I, need a, I quit drinking cold turkey, never mm-hmm. had another problem. Sugar, forget it.
0: What's your, uh, what? do you have a go-to? Like, do you have something that you eat that you're like, shit, I just shouldn't be eating this?
4: Coffee with sugar.
0: <laughs> oh, no way. Really? Dude, that's like doing heroin fentanyl. Why do you need both? You don't need both?
4: oh i gotta
0: get together with the sugar anonymous wow sugar. hey that's like the one of the first things i quit oh wait hold on hold on this is a great comment right here uh Sevon's a sellout Sevon just wants to be part of the morning chalk up crew this guy's breaking me down this morning Dang.
2: sean's coming with the heat he woke up and chose violence
0: he's he's upset because he found out me and his mom are dating it's okay <laughs> uh yeah so one of the first things i quit what when I when I when when I was like started realizing sugar was bad was uh, cream and like uh, fancy creamers and sugar in my coffee, just immediately.
4: I know I heard you say it a million times. I still can't do it. That's
0: like so the first I'll, place.
4: I'll work on that. Okay.
0: Hey, do you think you could quit coffee? Mm. Yeah.
4: Easily.
0: No. Easily. Really? It's sugar. I'm
4: drinking it for the sugar. That's all.
0: Wow, um, amazing. that's amazing.
4: Concessions of a sugar addict. But anyway, one more thing before I go. Yeah. Get Haley to FaceTime me. I'll take measurements of your kitchen and I'll get you a layout.
0: Oh, shit. Do you know how fucked up our kitchen is?
4: (laughs) We keep saying that, but I'm your kitchen gal. I'm going to fix it.
0: Wow. Okay. I could do that with you sometime. Wow. My kitchen is so (laughs) bad. I bought a flip. And so I know when I walked in, it's this huge, massive, like Home Depot kitchen that you think is nice, but not a single drawer cabinet. Nothing works. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I've kind <laughs> of gotten used to it. It feels like I'm in college again. My, seriously, my my house feels like I live in like a college, like, a, uh, uh, like a, just a cheap rental, college rental. But it's, well, but it's probably, uh, I probably live in a $2 million home so, in California. It's crazy. Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, listen, <laughs> just
0: talk to me. I love you. your
4: show. Okay. I want to tell you something. Okay. Go ahead your show the live shows i sit in my showroom here Mm -hmm. and it can take me eight nine hours to get through one show with people walking in and telephones so funny
0: do you think if i didn't swear you could just play it if like if i if i didn't swear
4: oh no 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 i can't be playing it when my customers are here
0: even if i didn't swear like just there'd be too much cock and balls and vagina talk even if i didn't
4: didn't swear but it's just so funny it's like it'll take me like eight or nine hours to finish one one and three quarter hour program. But anyway, I'm there. I listen. I love
0: it. Okay. Well thank you. That that makes me happy to put the smile on my face.
4: Yeah. Okay. You guys have a great day.
0: Okay. You too. Thanks for calling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no.
0: I was no. feeling familial like it was my mom I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like Hello says no. <laughs> well like no. Oh. Seven are you full carnivore now, raw testicles and I'll no. Well, I go in and out of, I go in, I go in and out, but I'm, I'm pretty, no, right. Right. This second, I am not like today, this morning I've had coffee and creamer. The next thing I haven't eaten in probably 36 hours. The next thing I'll eat will be, Oh, I'll probably start. I shouldn't what a fucking shit show this morning. I'm probably going to start drinking this morning. Paper street coffee. I'm probably going to go straight from doing this and fasting for 36 hours to uh, when Susan and I went and got these coffees at six o'clock this morning uh, and the, the beach has a bunch of bars on it and they're already open.
2: They open at 6 a.m. And I'm
0: Pretty sure I'm going to go down there with my kids and get like a bloody Mary or something. It'll so probably, I'm probably, I'm probably going to go with uh carbs just right off the bat. It'll I know. Probably happen. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> Savon likes meat in his mouth. As long as you don't <laughs> swallow it, it is fine. Okay. Uh, let's look at number, um, 60. This is amazing. Please. Mr. Boris Johnson. I feel so sorry for the people of England. I don't know who I feel sorry for more, us or the people of England. You, you don't want to be rude to people, but this man has no, you should never say this from a leadership position. Never, ever, 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 ever. You should suppress this stuff.
2: Colin asked if I was the nanny for the vacation. (laughs)
0: closer to the truth than you might think by the way this guy's coming on the podcast i don't even know this guy's name but i love him i always repost his stuff yeah, um, yeah i had to
2: call him dream rare in the in the uh contact too uh
0: but this is just incredible wait you hear what this guy says okay let's go action
2: you know how much fatter
0: we are post covid i think i sort of figured the, the
3: other day this is all i'm giving you this exclusively okay uh, I think there's 36% more obesity. I think that can that possibly be right? It's huge. There's been a huge increase in obesity uh, as a result of. Uh, or 36% of people are fatter than they were. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's As a result of what? Probably a more accurate way of
2: as a result of that. what? That was sloppy Boris Johnson, the prime minister of the UK, a.k.a.
3: the hunchback of Pfizer-Dom. Despite the fact that pandemic restrictions made obesity worse, this psychopath won't rule out lockdowns again. I want to avoid any such thing ever happening again.
0: So he was about to say as the result of, and we didn't get to see it. He didn't say it or they didn't put it in the clip. Uh, Waters of Oblivion. Why do you think he's a dope? No, is dope. Oh, is dope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Caleb, too, by the way. Uh, Waters of Oblivion? Yeah. Oh, you just called him out? Uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cock bending. I don't know what cock bending is. That's a great juxtaposition of words, though. Cock bending. Um, how? How? <laughs> How, how, um, that is the worst thing that could happen. You know that, right? Everyone knows that people putting on people putting on uh, 30 pounds, 39 pounds is the worst thing that could possibly happen. It's worse than any COVID. Those people, most of those people will never recover for that. When you are obese, there is one thing for certain about you. You will die prematurely. People who eat poorly people who have a diet that's not conducive to letting their DNA express itself in the finest way the, there is no homeostasis is what I'm saying you're either you're either you're either going this way or you're going this way there's no mm, I'm just chilling there is not and when you put on 39 pounds 29 pounds these are people who should weigh 120 pounds this is like like imagine a woman who's 53 who should be 120 pounds. But really, she's 150 pounds, and then she just put on another 30 pounds, and she's 180 now. There's, there's, there's no COVID. There's no AIDS. There's no cancer. There's no nothing that justifies that. Zero. So th- That should be sheer panic. That should be, oh, my God, we will never, ever do lockdowns ever again. We will never go through any of these restrictions ever again. We'll never put masks on people. We'll start the whole thing over a complete disaster. Do not partake in it. I want to say something. I have a very, very close family friend. I have two or three very, very close family friends and they're close family. They're close family friends to my wife and I and to my three sons uh, because I like their kids. I mean, I like them too. Don't get me wrong, but I really like their kids and I want my kids to interact with their kids. And those people know who they are. And I invite them to my house continuously. They know they're always welcome at my house and I love them dearly. And I said something the other day on the air that hurt their feelings. I basically said, uh, and, and, and one of the moms called me out on it uh, the other day when she was over at the house. And I'm so glad she did. I'm so glad she did. It was actually a testament to our friendship. And she basically said, hey, in, in, a, in a nicer way than I'm saying, but I'm going to make it a little more dramatic for so it's interesting for the podcast. She said, hey, dickhead, you said that every fucking parent who put masks on their head are basically pieces of shit. And you very well know that it fucking broke my fucking heart to put a mask on my daughter when I had to. And I'm just glad she said that to me. And I'm torn because, like, I don't want to say that. I I, I, I I didn't I, I It I I, I I need to find a way to convey it so that you know that. I guess less that I'm j- judging M- maybe I've been wrong all this time. Maybe shaming people into changing is not the way. Mm. Maybe Hobart was right.:
2: There are many paths.
0: Yeah but but I'm, but, but uh, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. But I'm really glad, and, and, and I, I thought, man, I probably offended so many people, and it's not that I, it's not that I'm concerned about offending people. It's that I don't want to alienate people. I have other friends who, who are close friends that I've heard through the grapevine who don't want to hang with me because they don't want to hear my fucking um, COVID, my COVID and mask rhetoric. <laughs>
2: They're just over it. <coughs>
0: These are the same friends that will also think that they don't want their kids watching the UFC. They don't want their kids in the house. By the way, I watch UFC every Saturday. My kids have watched it and have done that first since they've been born. They've probably watched 10 minutes of it. They have no interest in it. But these same are the same parents who also will say they don't want their kids in the martial arts because it'll make them violent. And Susan's hung out with my kids a ton. They're the furthest thing from violent. My kids are the nicest, sweetest fucking things ever. But they are fucking capable. They are very, very eminently capable.
2: You know what's funny, though? Those same people that – so are they recognizing the power of the TV? And then are they no, recognizing no, that no. in themselves? Are they, like, acknowledging that? Because if you're going to be around, you know, combat sports on the television and say, oh, it's going to change the behavior point, of my dude. kid. No. And then you're like, well, what do you watch CNN and these other news things? And, and it's funny because people say, oh, I'm sick of hearing uh, someone talk about COVID. But at the same time, it's just prevalent in all the news media. Right. You know what
0: I mean? Well, yeah. And, and these are, but and, and a lot of my friends are scared to death of like, COVID. Yeah. Like one of, my fr- wow. one of my friends is upset that the schools in the area are, are um, before his seven year old and his five year old can get shots, he's upset that they're going to have the kids take off their mask. I mean, it's batshit crazy. Wow. That's nuts. Why is it batshit crazy? Does anyone not know why? Do I have to explain that every time? Because no kids are hurt. And actually, quite the opposite. You want your kids to get COVID. You want your kids to fight it off because your immunity is better. Once it gets this disease, when you're young, you fight it off, and then you're immune for life. Masculinos.
2: They've also really. I wish I didn't
0: have to explain that every time, but I also don't want to just throw rocks without an explanation. Go ahead.
2: The fear threshold has been set so low, right? Like no one's even looking at the facts, but yet they're they're completely afraid. So then that means that the ability to scare people into just conforming to whatever is needed is is really easy. Because yes. if you're not going to look yes. at the factual data about it, I was in an argument, not an argument, but we were in a discussion about something. And the person had said, she goes, well, at, at, at my friend's baby shower, there were infants there and they required everybody to have vaccination for some people, even masks. And I just said, out of curiosity, I just go, well, but we know that the data for kids, like they're, they're virtually unaffected by it. right?" And, she, and she's a very smart person. She goes, well, yeah. And I said, well, then how does that make any sense? Kind of sits it from me. she goes, no, "I'm fucking done with this conversation."
0: Yeah, yeah, and always. I was like, always. Oh, You're okay. lucky she didn't attack you. Not, not only, not only are kids not virtually affected, but you want your kids to get it. It's weird, so that they don't have to deal with it when they're eighty and fat. I've done mar- casual sender. I've done martial arts my whole life. It makes you opposite of violent. You don't feel the need to respond to every dickhead who acts like an asshole. I've That's told this. So true. I've told this story before. I was in a That's diner so with true. like ten people. Greg was one of them, and Jimmy Letchford was one of them. Jimmy Letchford was a uh, is a jiu-jitsu practitioner but he was a uh, wrestler at the Naval Academy there was a guy who came into the restaurant big dude screaming and yelling demanding a free cup of coffee Um, it it was like no one knew what he was going to do. He was fucking going ape shit. Jimmy just stood up casually to him, walked over to him. Jimmy's probably like a foot shorter than this guy puts his arm around the guy. Just real gently goes, come on, let's go outside, buddy. Walks the guy outside. There's no tension, no like posturing, nothing from Jimmy just casually walks him, opens the door, takes him outside, sits him on a bench outside in front of the restaurant. We can all see through the window, comes back inside, gets a cup of coffee from the, um, uh, from the kitchen, just walks back there just like he owns the fucking place. Right. Cause he's just so just, he's the guy. And he, Walks out there and he gives the guy a cup of coffee and pats him, and it's over. And fucking the 50 people in the restaurant are happy Jimmy did that. And, and yeah, it's like you said, casual center, Jimmy could have ma- just picked that dude up and throw him through the window, mm-hmm. but didn't just cat, just because he knows. Made him the opposite of violent, just made him know he just knows. I was fucking terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like my like, fork in one hand and my spoon in the other.
2: No, it's true. I mean, I you know, having done jiu-jitsu and stuff like that, you see like that, number one, that aggression is taken out. And number two, you also aren't questioning what you're capable of. Because if you spend any time on those mats, you get put in some positions by people that you would, you know, on the street, you would look at and you go, oh, I could take this dude. And you and you start rolling with them and they just have their way with you. You know, you have no control in the fight whatsoever. And all of a sudden you start questioning, you go, okay, maybe I'll tone it down a little bit. Maybe I can't beat <laughs> everybody up that I come across. And then it gives you the confidence of like, okay, if this does, if something does go down, <laughs> i'm not looking to have to prove myself i know i can handle the situation i can control the situation i think a lot of people too that start to posture up like that is because they're trying to gain back control of the situation and they they don't know how to do it in any other way but get louder and posture as opposed to somebody who's experienced in jujitsu or martial arts or something know that they always have control of the situation because push comes to shove they could go to work and
0: they'll make it happen go to work so you should do martial arts and be less violent <laughs> uh can you pull up the video that CrossFit HQ made of uh Michelle LaTondra? It's it's part of that woman series. What is all this Fraser's jabbed?
2: Fraser's not jabbed. What is what is happening? I don't know, but I powers? would bet
0: that Matt Fraser is not jabbed. Yeah, 100%. I would say that he's not. No, yeah. He's he I would say he's, he's a uh, he's got a little bit of contrarian in him anyway. I would I would I, would, I, would, I mean I don't know for sure, but I would say yeah, he's, he definitely does not have vaccine. I mean, he said he was in a group of like twenty people, and they all got COVID. He didn't give a fuck. Zero. He's a lot He's a logical dude, though. Uh, Will, are you pulling that up, or should Souza pull that up? The article, the, the video with Michelle Latondra. I like Michelle Latondra. She's a cool chick.
2: You said cockbender, and Will was like, "All right, you know what? I've had enough. He yeah. used up the three cocks."
0: Oh, gotcha. You he two only had me-
2: three. Use them all up in the first twenty
0: minutes. So. There is um, when we had when we had uh, Chris Cooper on, and I don't mean to drag Chris Cooper into into my mess, but when we had Chris Cooper on, there was um, some acknowledgement that that basically Canadians are brainwashed. That basically they're like fucking ants. That that's part of the socialism that happens there, and they have something called Tall Poppy Syndrome. And Miko Salo explained that to me mm-hmm. very clearly when I went to Finland. There's this thing where there's a it's frowned upon to succeed. It's frowned upon to to like. To do, to do, to do, um, to be, it's frowned upon to, to, to be the tall poppy, to be the best and, 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 and. These people, these people are so confused, Canadians. they're like they're like they're, they're they're so much like liberals, and I don't mean to say that to offend any liberals because I used to be a liberal. But like someone said in the comments, I was basically saying like, hey, you don't want to give the money to the government, you're all your money to the government because the government is just a giant welfare popularity contest, like a homecoming king, homecoming queen. Why don't you let your money go to the rich people and then they'll keep competing against other rich people to build businesses and it makes jobs for you. That's how it works. I can explain it to you a thousand different ways, but if you take money from me, the first thing I do is I take it from my gardener. I just don't, I just get rid of my gardener. That's how all rich people work. So someone in the comments wrote, and and, and I have a friend who is basically making $250,000 a year setting tables in the city at the fanciest hotels. And he, he, what's funny is, is, Um, it's, it's him and then just crazy hardworking Mexicans and Filipinos. And he's this super tall blonde white dude. And he says, they just go from hotel to hotel working their ass off. And they set tables for people like Bono, Obama, um, Al Gore, Dave Chappelle. I mean, the list goes on and on of who he set tables for. And then the people come in and you sell them pots of coffee for like 500 bucks. And all this, the people at the St. Regis who work there in the union, they get a percentage of it. You make great fucking money doing very little work, but, but, but it's, but the hours are kind of crazy and you have to do it in San Francisco. And um, it's some great stories of when he changes in the locker room because he works with all gay dudes, too. Some great fucking awesome stories I love to hear. And my friend's got a giant fucking cock. So <laughs> the stories are, I mean, I mean, not like big. I mean, gigantic. Like three Coke cans big. I'm not joking. Elephantitis. Baby. Anyway, so um, I'm, I'm off subject here. So, um. Some guy writes in the YouTube comments that the that oh if we take if we just tax rich someone so stupid if we tax rich people more they're still going to have money to spend on food or they're going to still go out to dinner no no dipshit no it doesn't work like that every bit of money you take away from rich people is one less job for someone else who's trying to climb up the ladder and who are you giving it to you're giving it to the government you really think the government knows how to spend money better than rich people who earned it. Those people then fucking buy Bentleys and then employ 100 people to take care of that fucking Bentley. Do you know what the government does? The government feeds seagulls. Do you understand what that means? (laughs) Have you ever been to a restaurant like on a beach and there's like 200 people there and some fucking idiot on the beach starts feeding the seagulls and they all fucking come? That's what liberals do. And the seagulls come and ruin the whole restaurant for everyone else because they throw out free shit. And the birds come and just shit all over it and they have no respect for it. That's why this—that's why the sidewalks in all of those cities that that happens and all the liberal cities are destroyed because they throw out free shit and the seagulls come and shit all over it. Heroin addicts and fentanyl addicts will work for their shit if it's not free.
2: Yeah, we have a couple of spots you, by the
0: – You are batshit crazy if you think giving your the government money is a good idea. And, and it's not logical. You're, you're not making a logical argument, well, rich people have enough money. It doesn't work like that. If I have $1,000 and you don't take any of it, I'm going to spend all of it, and it's going to go that way out to you. If I have $1,000 and you take 500 of it and you give it to Nancy Pelosi, what she's going to do is start a clean needle program. Besides building the roads and keeping the infrastructure tight, there's no need for that. You have to see that. The Democrats keep the poor poor. They keep the seagulls addicted to carbohydrates. And they keep the rich rich. That's what the Democrats do. The Republicans want everyone to be rich. You have to see that. It's so confusing until you do. Uh, Clive, haven't paid you guys for content in a while. Always appreciate it. That's a lot of money. I appreciate it, dude. Hey, I saw your comment on YouTube also where you told me to take it easy on Yevgeny and not let like these motherfuckers like Craig White with his fucking scary mask like just (laughs) me to start bombing Yevgeny and be like, well, what about the Nazis? And like get all right wing nuts on them. And I'm sorry. I don't mean to do that. I, I hear you. I do want to have like a a, a conversation, obviously, but I hear you and I appreciate your comment. You're a good dude. You're always welcome to give it to me straight.
2: You tied that tax talk in pretty well there because that's what I was, we we're discussing it a little bit on the way down and I was like thinking we need to get specific about it because a lot of people think you're specifically talking about like trickle down economics, which there
0: is a piece of that. In there Call well. it what you want. They, you know what? That's just like say they just use that because they're triggered buzzword. by it. It's right. a buzzword. You just use, and I know because I used to be a Democrat. I used to be that. They say trickle down economics. They say rig, and They say Trump. They say all these words just to get you triggered so you can start pushing back. Right. We have the most racist president we've ever had fucking in office, and you're still worried about Donald Trump. One of my friends said to me, how can you like Donald Trump and vote for Donald Trump? And I would be like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't like Donald Trump. I'm not, I don't want him in office for me. I want him in office for my fucking kids and for you, for the rest of the country. I don't care that Biden's in office. For me personally, my shit's so good. Didn't I just tell you I'm in a fucking beach house? (laughs) I used to, when I was working for CrossFit, I was making shitloads of money. You guys know that. And I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in my community at restaurants and gardeners. And I would go to the, I went to the nursery every month and spent a thousand bucks and then had it delivered to my house. A 1000 bucks at the nursery every month. They gave me 10% discount. I was a sucker for it. The place <laughs> charged like 30% more than Home Depot. But it's a local business, San Lorenzo Nursery. Okay, can you pull yeah. – so were you going to say something before I pull up the Michelle LaTondra? No, stuff we, could
2: about, into, yeah. we could get, in, we should get into specifics with, <laughs> the, um, with what they're proposing with the new tax sometimes and why that, that is a bad, bad call. But I don't have enough of the notes in front of me to speak intelligently about it. But I was saying that the fact that you brought up that the government typically and has historically shown that they are bad – they're bad at deploying capital. They don't know how to deploy capital. When they give Elon Musk $400 million to start something, he turns it into one of the most powerful companies in the world, one of the most valuable companies in the world. When you give the government $400 million, it just sinks. It's gone. And one of the things I was talking about is, is if the people really, really wanted to crack the nutshell of the system, the first thing we need is an open accounting to where you could actually see where your dollar has traveled from your bank account into the Federal Reserve and then what program or policy it was put towards that then where did that dollar go? Open exactly. source accounting. Very, very specifically where you could follow it. Uh,
0: how much were you making? Um, uh, I, um, How much would you pay the guy who was the second guy on the media team and eventually became the executive media director for the fastest growing business in the history of the world, faster than Subway, Starbucks, and McDonald's combined, if you use the metric for spreading across continents and a number of uh, places, Com- combined? We're opening five an hour. We're in 162 countries, all seven continents, including Antarctica, uh, and 15,000 gyms. How much money would you pay me?
2: 55000 Not
0: 000. enough, 55, but enough 000. to be rich as fuck. Sevon be flexing. I am. I am. It, but, but it's just the truth.
2: Oh, he's about halfway like, there. That's how
0: much I paid my gardener.
2: Oh, he's almost halfway there.
0: <laughs> um, okay. 200,000. Do you do you know that w- where CrossFit HQ was in Santa Cruz? $120,000 a year's p- poverty line for a family of four. Crazy. Yeah, you have to know that.
2: Unless you live in a tent. 200,000. Oh, the Seagull analogy is something I really like. And I actually have a real life example of it. So by the gym, there's this open lot where they were going to build some homes.
0: One second. Uh, don't, but Will, we are going to get to Michelle Latondra. Sorry. You're, you're, yeah, I like the way you keep bringing her back and forth. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> and uh, there's, there's, so there's this empty lot, and they were going to build some homes there, and then they didn't. Now it's kind of overgrown with the weeds, and then they usually wait for it to dry, and they'll chop the whole thing down. But meanwhile, a tent popped up there, and it's right at the end of our 800-meter run. So we always make the joke like you run down to the campsite, and then you turn around. And uh, I was walking by because there's a run
0: to the tent. There's
2: a grocery store and some other stuff. And you pay fucking crazy
0: taxes oh, on the drive shit, down. Mesuza was just telling me about the insane taxes he had to pay this year, crazy. and yet his members have to run by a tent,
2: literally, and that,
0: um, on a sidewalk that Souza
2: pays for. It's nuts. And
0: yet the people, and yet the, and yet that sidewalk's hurting his business. That sidewalk is supposed to help your business. Okay. Sorry.
2: And so I was walking down there with one of the coaches and we were, we were just cruising down to go grab a coffee, um, inside the little shopping center, right on the on the path down there. And, uh, we looked and we saw somebody, um, pull in like a white van. We we're kind of like looking at him and, uh, and he goes, he goes, are they giving him stuff? And I go, fuck, I think they are. And this guy hops out and he's walking over the tent, excuse me. And they're bringing them stuff. Well, lo and behold, I passed by there this week. And guess what? Yes, There's two more fucking tents there. Yes. Now there's three tents there. Yes.
0: Oh, we're doing God's work. We're driving around feeding homeless people. You know, that's not doing God's work. You know that, right? You know, that's confused people. You know what doing God's work is? Yesterday, there was a Mexican dude. Actually, I don't know if he's Mexican. He's Latin. Walking by this fucking... $10 million piece of property we're on and he's got fucking he's and he makes balloons Mm -hmm. and I stop him and I fucking get balloons for my kids. That's God's work. I'm rewarding that guy for the work he's doing and the happiness he's spreading. That's God's work. That other shit is called codependence. It's called Satan's work, giving people money for heroin, feeding people so that they don't have to get up and walk out of their tent. It's completely, it's completely miss. There's a word. It's just not a big word. It, the, the, I've told this story before. There's the, there's the story of the um, guy walking down the sidewalk and, uh, and, and it's a Buddhist monk and he's walking down the sidewalk and he sees a snail on the sidewalk and he doesn't want it to get killed. So he picks a snail up and he sets it in the bushes and walks on his way. And he's all proud of himself that he saved the snail, but he doesn't know that he set the snail and snail bait in the bushes and killed it. You don't know what good is. You don't know what good is. You don't know what good is. If you want to learn more about that? Listen, to Eckhart Tolle's is the power of now. You don't know what good is. If you don't know stillness, you do not know what good is. You must experience stillness. Okay, uh, let's look at this Michelle Latonda piece. This piece is kind of funny. Canadian. Go, let's go back to my, my fucking Canadian rant. I love myself some Patrick Vellner, too. I don't want to alienate myself from Vellner. I need him. Okay, go. I need him in my life. Listen to her words. Very rarely do other people's thought
2: of what I can do affect me in any way.
0: Pause. Very rarely do I let other people's thoughts of what I can do affect me, and yet she's wearing a mask. (laughs) that probably only makes things worse and tells everyone around her that there's something to fear. How is that possible? How, how, who made this video? It it just, I mean, I I would have never done that to her. Keep going, keep going. Sorry.
4: i have not, I'm not one of those people that have
2: people around me that say you can't do something. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Otherwise Uh, that's,
0: I'm not one of those people that tells me I can't do something. No, no. You're one of those people who tell, who says, Hey, put this mask on. You're the, uh, you're right. You're not. Oh my goodness, Michelle. Oh my goodness, Michelle. Do You want to go back to the Boris Johnson video? I don't mean to pick on Michelle, but those, those protocols that you put in place, that max, that, that mask, that vaccine, that quarantine, it had people in England put on 29, 39 pounds. You know, it's funny if we were conspiracy theorists, we would be like, uh, and Michelle likes that because that's going to drive more people to her gym (laughs) and then she can make more money having fat people lose weight. Well, I mean that people do that to Pfizer all the time. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. People like think that like, and I, I, Michelle, I'm just joking by the way about I, I i know you're just confused you're just canadian you just have your ideologies all she wants to up. be
2: a good person yeah yeah that's exactly. why that's why everybody yeah, does it know, is because they go oh well i don't really care i don't really mind the mass thing i just don't want other people to feel uncomfortable and that's exactly what every uh, the whole entire system is relied on that people are actually so good even though they try to peg us against each other all the time that they're willing to do completely nonsensical non-logical shit because they're just afraid of looking like the bad person
0: and that's then all, they, really but but, but then to. they also. I bet you she would defend it in her mind. But what's crazy is is it's so accepted to to wear a mask that someone would edit that together like that, like yeah. that. That's just crazy. If I didn't know better, I would think someone was making fun of her. Like right. I would have put that together just to fuck with her the irony. Yeah, but someone's <laughs> I don't, actually like yeah. I don't think someone's they like get trying it. to make this like as a mo- as a moving piece. <laughs>
2: The, the the shitty thing was is I was actually gonna make the argument that maybe it was filmed earlier <laughs> to where like they were gonna get beaten with sticks if they didn't have a mask on, but then the people around her didn't have masks on. So my defense of Michelle Latron got completely thrown out the window.
0: Oh uh, do you want to, yes.
2: It was Go at Wadapalooza, the footage of her with a mask on. Oh well, in Florida. Was, in, in fairness, we did have to wear masks at Wadapalooza and nobody got COVID. <laughs>
0: Everyone got COVID there. I will say <laughs> this. I will say this. I, I, the, 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 the mask does not work. But if for some reason you were tarded enough to think it did work, and it probably actually makes things worse. But if you were tarded enough to think that it does work, I did kind of understand why people Canadians would wear the mask in Florida because they wouldn't want to fucking get COVID and then get fucking quarantined at their border for two weeks. Well,
2: throw N95 on then. Be smart about it. And that argument holds up.
0: But but I don't think it works. I don't even think an N ninety five works. I don't full, think any I don't think any of that shit mask. works. I think it will, yeah, you could put a whole full gas, gas yeah. mask. <laughs> I mean, there's no proof that any of that shit works, is what's is the crazy part. Yeah, that's true. Meanwhile, by the fucking millions people are pouring over the border from Ukraine into other countries. By the millions. And no and, and no one's saying shit about COVID. Same with our border in the United States too. That's the whole joke. Man, what a mess. Okay, um, I'm, I don't want to pick on Michelle, but I just, I saw that and it's just, I guess it's too late. I can't say I don't want to, I already did. Um,
2: well, if they were triple mess.
0: I don't know how many of you guys saw the, uh, the video with uh, Joe Rogan and Bill Maurer, but it's, it's when we spoke with uh, Cedric LaPointe, he was basically stuck on that same thing that those two are stuck on. And you have to realize this, and I'll use a crass metaphor to begin with. If you let someone stick this much of your, their finger in your ass just up to this first knuckle, when they stick the whole thing in, don't complain. Like the rest of us don't care. I, and I used to do that too. I used to love having the first finger of someone's uh, – first knuckle of someone's finger in my ass. And then when they stuck the whole thing in, I started complaining and I jumped ship. Those guys are saying that they didn't change. The left changed. That's so small picture thinking. They're not big picture thinkers. Joe Rogan and Bill Maher are not big picture thinkers. Affirmative action was racism, is racism, but it was okay if you, because, because it would help people. But you don't understand that's the first knuckle in your ass.
2: You know what's interesting?
0: That's the first knuckle in your ass. And so there were all of these little baby steps the left was taking, and I was part of that, and I supported it because we were being good. We were being good. Just a little bit of peanut butter in the gas tank of your car, just a little bit. And now they're saying that – no. All of these things that we're seeing, Suza, I know, I, know, I know you're up. All of these things that we're seeing are just the full-blown manifestation of the left now. It's not, they, they have not changed. They have always been like this. Joe and Bill, you've always been like this. Joe, you voted for Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders' whole platform is Feed the Seagulls. That's all his platform is. Oh, God. Feed the Seagulls, same with Andrew Yang. And they're, and they're cowards too. Uh, hello, Mars. Hi, Mars. You're kind of cutting in line. Susa was next.
2: Wait, what if he wasn't going to be Mars?
0: It is. Oh, right. Uh, Fikowski,
2: what's up? <laughs> no, it's, it's actually Dr. Jordan Peterson. Again, oh. I figured
3: I'd call in when you're talking about Canadians and shoving fingers in your ass. I thought that'd be a good time for me to chime in.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Peterson. Please go ahead. And this is the one exception to the uh, rule of, uh, of Canadians. I apologize. I know you have no fingers in your, in us.
1: Mr. No, no,
3: no, no fingers in mine. No, that's true. I have a strict rule, you know, it's rule number 43. I didn't feel the need to publish it in my book because I kind of thought, you know, most people knew that, but it turns out there's an entire country north of Minnesota that has yet to figure this out, you
0: know. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Peterson, I saw you on the Patrick Bed David. What was it? Patrick, Bed David podcast yeah. was just on again. Yeah. How, how was that? Um, uh, he, you know, he was on the show and I'm still like, I think I'm the shit cause he was on my show, Patrick, Bed David, um, how was it, uh, having, uh, uh, going on and meeting him?
3: Oh, you know, it's, it's really kind of hard for me to remember. I'm still, you know, I'm still reeling from my travels. You know, I, Go well, everywhere, well, I'm here, I'm there, next day I don't even know where uh, my up and down, but uh, I wanted to call in and, and share a quote with you, if that's all right.
0: Oh, of course, this show is your show. I just hold the air open until you call in. Go ahead.
3: Well, you know, you're kind of into the Eastern philosophy, if I could say, is that right,
0: Savant? That is correct, um, uh, Mr. Peterson. Thank you for recognizing uh, my uh, ideological uh, bend and uh, and and showing that you're a listener of the show. I appreciate it.
3: <laughs> Are you familiar with Lao Tzu?
0: Ah Lao Tzu, yes, I'm very familiar with the Dao De Ching, yes.
3: The highest form of virtue is oh, I just went to Yoda there for a second. The highest fuck, I can't even do it. I'm breaking thought.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Peterson Stage fright. was uh, just got finger banged by Yoda.
2: I like how there's a couple of things going on in the comments too. It's like Craig and uh, Colin are like, are like arguing and then, and then Metcon nine is, is clearly new to the show. Cause he wanted to talk about semis and then was saying, Danielle Brandon wearing a mask at the games was a joke. They've, yeah, they've, I agree. It was a joke. They forced her to do that though.
0: I like to do, I like to show Gundy. I don't know. And anyway, anyway, I, I, I hope that Joe and Bill will, I, I appreciated seeing them together. I don't want to just attack them. I like both of them a lot. I really, really do. And I like what Joe Rogan said to Bill Maher. He basically said, hey, thanks. Thanks for being the guy. And so I would say to both of those guys, thanks for being the guys. I'm not trying to big dick anyone. but
2: Out of all of them that are speaking out against it, by far my favorite is Russell Brand.
0: Yeah, Russell Brand's going hard.
2: I mm-hmm. like him the best because he's
0: he's going hard because I
2: I, I I just can't get past the whole like oh you're you're a liberal or you're a conservative or you're a Democrat and you're a Republican. I've already told <laughs> you that I feel like it's just spinning the hamster wheel. It's spinning the hamster wheel and it doesn't actually like get us anywhere as far as like improving the stuff that needs to be improved. It just fuels argument because now we have these tribalism. We have these labels. You pick your side. I pick my side. And we could all argue with each other. And then the argument very quickly digresses down to name calling and saying, well, you're just a Republican or you're just a
0: trumpeteer. You're just a libtard or you're just. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw Leslie Stahl use that on Elon Musk the other day in the interview. She goes, well, you're like that guy in office. And then she was referencing Trump. And it's like,
2: that's, exactly. like, that's your name calling? You're, actually, you're the
0: host of 60 Minutes?
2: And, and we need to actually start specifically breaking down and discussing like, issue by issue of what's wrong and stop breaking into these labels. And so that's one of the reasons why I like Russell Brand the most is because he's very like open about it and tries to tries to melt that away and just only shows the corruption in politicians across the board. And if you don't think that there's that that Trump and the Republican administration didn't have the same amount of corruption, but just in a different way than what Biden and that administration has, then you're you're also a little lost here. You have to look at the system and the way that that's built. They're all just and, playing and dream, the game. And, and
0: that Dreamware dude does that. He he yeah. he lights Trump up.
2: And I don't, I don't blame them. They're all just playing the game that they're allowed to be allowed to play, and they're allowed to flourish in. So until you kind of break that mold or understand what holds that system together in terms of the the money and the lobbyists and everything else, then you're just spinning the hamster wheel. And so that's why, like, like, it's fun to argue about it, and we could do that. I don't mind really if I change.
0: don't mind. I don't mind if there's a little bit of hamster wheel spinning. It's or, a, li- or a little bit like, already. Like I don't mind a whole group of sleeping people. Yeah. I don't. I don't need everyone to wake up. Well, they won't. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need that.
2: They won't. The evolution of thought is hard because it it's only happens within. I can't actually change your opinion. Right. Only you could change your opinion.
0: The, the, the part that sucks, the, the part that would be nice is, is, as the people who aren't asleep. If we got, if we facilitated just the people who are asleep to get on the right path by that, I mean, um, proper diet encouraged, um, proper movement. Um, the, the media would tell the truth. um, Things things of that things of that nature that would so, sort of sort of guide get the um the bumpers back on. Like the bumpers are off. Right. And just the fucking shit's just like pouring off the sides.
2: Well the the that point that I was gonna make earlier when you were talking about it, one thing that was interesting, I fuck, I forget where I read it, so I which I could reference it, but
0: like even Jody knew. Jody knows that sugar's bad for her. Right. Like, like that's all like we don't need anyone else to know anything more than that. Awareness. We don't, we, we don't, we don't need, oh my God, these fucking health fucking idiots. There's a whole group of fucking people now on Instagram who all they do is bash other health people. Right. Like these people who, like everyone has a video about liver King being on roids. Everyone has a video about how sugar's not bad for you. They just I, want the attention. The yeah. Trend. It's
1: crazy.
0: It's a trend. It's so crazy. Yeah.
2: I have a question, and maybe Please, somebody, you guys stop. Maybe somebody in the audience, or <clears throat> maybe you could argue your point here. Um, other than data keeping, just so they have demographics, why do schools, or maybe even not public schools, let's just go to strictly universities and higher education, why do they ask you um, what your race is on the application? What's the point of that?
0: I don't know. I um I saw something the other day that was, all that stuff's happened during the Clinton administration.
2: Yeah, but like, they why would you, like, I can understand if data. you went like male or female, I guess, because again, you're, keep but like, why, why, why does that even matter? I have no idea. Like, why, why is it on the application? Why are they keeping record of it?
0: I, that's a great question. You can't even collect it benignly because eventually it'll be used in some way. Well, that's like, what I mean. Like, right? like,
2: like yeah, you open the like, door if you collect, for if you find
0: out 40% of the people in California only speak Spanish, then all of a sudden you're making driver's license for, you're making driver's tests for people that speak Spanish. Nice. Which is just bizarre to me that you could drive and not speak English.
2: I mean, I think there's an evolution of the language, too, right? I would
0: need that explained to me. I'm open to being wrong about that, but I don't understand.
2: Well, it's just migration of people because, like, in Europe, there's – I'm ignorant, and I haven't actually been to Europe, so forgive forgive me if this is wrong, but in different parts of the countries, they speak different languages in the same country, right? Right. And wouldn't that have to do just more with the migration and the people of – Canada, too. They got
0: whole sections that only speaks that – France. France, yeah. Francais.
2: So, if, I mean, we, on the way down here, you, we came through a, a section in LA where every single billboard was in Espanol.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah. And that's just because that's right. if that's a predominantly spoken language, then it would shift, right? And if it's a free market and you run a business, yeah, and we can't <laughs> communicate with some of the people down here because majority of them speak Spanish. Well, then your your business better change its language to Spanish if you want to sell more of whatever it is you're selling.
0: Well, I, I've told you this. I've told you this story before that there was a vice president of a huge bank here in uh, Los Angeles that has multiple chains, and uh, she, uh, we met with the vice president, uh, my wife, and I. Talk about some investment stuff. This is you know five years ago, and um, the lady was Jewish, and she told me straight up that they don't that their their banks don't lend money to Armenians. Hmm.
2: And somebody said And the- do you know why they don't lend
0: money to Armenians? Do you think it's because of the size of our nose? Could be. No, because there's some historical record, some prejudice, some discrimination that's built on some modicum of truth that Armenians didn't pay their bills. It's, it's not. I don't believe it's just pulled out of the air, the bank just hating on Armenians. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's just pulled out of the air that Middle Eastern guys run liquor stores. Because my dad's a Middle Eastern guy and he ran a liquor store. It's not pulled out of the air that um, Jewish men become uh, lawyers. No, it's because a lot of them become lawyers. It's only racist when it's negative shit.
2: I mean, if you're going to go back to individualism, shouldn't we just leave it up to the individual? I want to
0: do some funny stuff. Uh, well, what does that mean? I don't, I don't even know what individualism is. Like, I know what jism is.
2: Rather than ask you any questions about your, <coughs> your race or anything like that, we could just look at your individual credit history. Right. Like look at right. your individual financial history right. and just determine. And I don't even need to right. look if you're male, female, right. what race you are or anything. Let's just see, have you paid your bills in the last 10 years? What's your credit score? Either you qualify or you don't.
0: Um, I can't remember which, um, uh, what movie it was, but I saw this movie one time or, or I read it in a book. Oh, I read it in a book. It's the guy who writes all the pop psychology books, little skinny black guy who looks albino. He's a runner as a fro anyway. Um, when, when people would apply to, to do, uh, to go to, um, to be in a Philharmonic or in an orchestra, and they're the big orchestras, like in the city of Oakland or New York or mm. Philadelphia. Yep. The people who Malcolm would Malcolm Gladwell was Malcolm, yes, that. yes. Yeah. They weren't, thank you, Malcolm Gladwell. They weren't allowed to look at the people. Yeah. So the judge, they would be behind like a screen and the judges couldn't judge them on what they look like. So you couldn't be like, damn, that girl got big old titties. She's in.
2: Well, because they know yeah, that dude. it'll influence your decision subconsciously. Right,
0: right, right. Or, or even consciously. I think you, everyone likes a hot chick.
2: Well, it was the book that you're referring to. too. Why does it have they, to be
0: unconsciously? Why can't it be conscious?
2: Well, because there's certain things. In, <laughs> and they, well, it could be consciously with the example you used, but they did other things in that same study where. They, they had them take tests and they had a video monitor where they had certain people walk a lot slower down the hallway and it skewed their test score versus people that came in when a rush, which skewed their test scores. And yeah. so there's these little, because we're always taking in information all the time and our brain's like filtering that out. So some of the stuff is just underneath the surface. Right. And a lot of that decision-making is happening just underneath the surface. Right. And we refer right. to a lot of those people as asleep. Right, they're not. They're not. They haven't woken up. Right. Right. And so they, in the example that, he was or using they're confused. The
0: well, okay, I'll, I'll let that go. But I think a lot yeah. of it is just people are confused by words.
2: I I completely. They're agree totally manipulated well words. Like I people think they know what good is. They do
0: not. Right. Good is not even a word right, most right, right. should ever be using.
2: But yeah, that. So they were just showing that there's certain subconscious things where they would show. He is show- jacked.
0: Susie is jacked. He is jacked. <laughs> He's been walking around the house with his shirt <laughs> off. He is jacked. He doesn't look jacked. He is jacked. <laughs> crazy okay okay go on don't get all excited Susan.
2: Tell i me. did it's just funny because i could like see what he's commenting there thanks well um yeah but anyhow that i forget what i forget which which book it was because i've read it almost all i think i've read all of malcolm gladwell's stuff but um that point was fascinating and they were doing it with different things with race based off people's like history or what you told me about stuff. And they would flash certain pictures and they would associate those pictures and people in different races with positive or negative, just based off of subconscious decision. Cause it was happening too fast for them to actually think about it.
0: There's, um, there's a, there's a, there's an Instagram account called the token uh, black guy. I don't know if you guys have seen it and it's a black dude and he, and he made this post recently and it shows these two black women who are like checking onto a plane and they're like barely clothed they're like in bikini they they look like strippers and um they're dressed it's like strippers. Kind of flight. and and he and he's saying why aren't people talking to them and that's another thing it, people are terrified of black people right now completely terrified it was just like what i told that story a couple shows ago i know this guy he's an old jewish guy and he was walking down the street with a cigarette in his mouth and it wasn't lit and some people fucking told him started like give, giving him a hard time yep. and he turned to them and says you would never fucking do that to me if i was a 6 foot 2 black guy Never, never, ever, ever. And it's the truth. It's crazy. You wouldn't do it to a five, nine black guy. You wouldn't say shit to him.
2: Well, that's the saddest part about this whole entire um, push of racism in the media is because now we act different towards each other.
0: Yeah. Just yes, because of yes, what's being yes, put. Yeah. Like, well, no one no one no one was talking shit to a six foot two before black. No, guy but I mean you're this. gonna you're gonna be nicer. But I just think it's funny to hear it used that it's way. It's still
2: gonna skew your behavior. Right. Right? Yes. And you're still gonna and people are still gonna look at each other differently just based off what's being perpetuated in the media, which that's the most unfortunate yes. part. There's no need for it. Yes. Good or bad. It's not needed.
0: Not needed. Okay. Uh, number fifty-three. Fucked up relationship Gundy. I like I wanna get this guy in every show.
2: Bruce, I'm currently reading founders.
0: Oh, and, th- and then I want novel. and then I want to talk about the level one. And then I want to talk about the level one. Uh Gundy, can we can we play that? Um, Mr. Uh thank you.
1: Hey man Sean G look man, number one, man. Stop blaming this one, stop blaming that one, stop blaming everybody for your fuck-ups, right? You in a relationship, you in a marriage that's fucked up. That shit is over, right? You keep volunteering for pain. You keep goddamn volunteering to get your soul stabbed with some scissors. You keep volunteering to get your heart broke. You understand? You the dumb motherfucker. You the dummy. You. The shit is over. The relationship, the marriage is like spoiled milk. The expiration date then came and went. The milk don't taste good no more you paint your whole life. You walk around with a perpetual heartbreak. You paint your whole world as depression, doom and gloom because of this fucked up ass relationship. Now you don't like your life. Now you don't like yourself. Now you don't like your kids. Now, uh-oh, get him, Sean. You don't like nobody and you blaming every motherfucker in the world except yourself. You the dumb motherfucker. Peace.
0: Hey, one of my kids does that. Ari does that every time he like. If he's talking, he just starts grabbing his dick. <laughs> like just that dude, double hands his dick. That's a fucking it's ball. A move. Yeah, that's a baller move. The one-handed grab is something. The two-handed grab is like, yo. After, is,
2: after we round that second Bloody Mary, I'll probably start doing that today.
0: Two-handed grab. God, I love that guy. Man, I love that guy. We gotta, gotta get that guy. We need every, to get him
2: on because I oh, also- really.
0: What? I just like having like his clips on every show. I'm oh, afraid I, if I bring him on the show, it's it'll like, ruin it for
2: you. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Wait, fine. What do
0: you think? Will 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 ruin it if we get him on? I wonder if he you knows like, I wonder. I...
3: You muted yourself.
0: How long has he been muted? How long have I been muted? Uh, like 15 seconds.
3: 15 Everything
0: seconds. changed. All the settings have just got changed. I can't even hear you anymore. You got muted too, Sousa.
2: Wow. No, no, no. I am muted on purpose.
0: Oh. Oh, Sousa muted me. I didn't mute you. <laughs> anyway, I like that guy. You're good. Bye. Hey, Thank you, bye. Oh, no, I
2: hear you. I like him too, but I'm just curious about his process. Like, I think somebody said it just like, no, don't, don't jump out in the road. Like, what did he do there? Was he driving? And then he got that thought and we could tell by the shadow that he has a tripod for his phone, which that's what I was remembering. He's, he yeah, He's
0: a creator. He's an online psychologist, therapist.
2: Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, he like, does he drive? And then you just get that thought and he's like, I got to get this out. So he just pulls over because clearly he's just on yeah, the side of the road. Unless he he's out in front of his house and he was about to drive or something. But then he just sets the phone there and he just like went for it. And I've started following him since we, everybody should follow him. But I started following him since we had him, uh, started bringing him up on the show. And he literally just does that everywhere. And my favorite he's thing. A ga- and
0: most of his work's done at a gas station, I feel like. I feel like he's inspired <laughs> when he's at the gas station.
2: And I like it because he'll just set it up and he'll start doing it just, in public and yeah. anybody who's ever tried to do that, especially in the public places where, yeah. he where there's lots of people, it's you, you become very like self-conscious about what you're doing.
0: I like it when he says hi to people.
2: That's what I was going to say. When people are walking by and he'll stop for a minute and be like, how are we doing? And then he just goes right back into it. Like he was like, it's great. He's, he's got two hands at
0: cock and he's just waving to people as they go by. <laughs> hey. Okay. Um, level so one. Good. So a ton of you sent me the, um, uh, the, we notifying me that the level one went up in price from $1, a thousand dollars to eleven hundred and fifty dollars. A bunch of you guys sent me a video of some guy who's like complaining about it, or I don't know if he's, I don't know what the guy's doing in the video. I, I watched the video twice. I can't figure out what he's saying. So, and he's an affiliate owner. I guess why so I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. But, um, I think that the level one price, I was always a proponent of the price going up three percent every single year. I always thought it should go up in price and, and every
2: it, year. Every year. Continuously, yeah,
0: just every year she go up three, three very 3%.
2: rapidly reach, yes, like yes. compound interest, yes, like compound effect. We, would I, we did the math. Interest. I
0: don't know if you did it for me or if I did, but but basically, if, if for the last fifteen years, if they would have raised it three percent, it would okay. be fifteen hundred and fifty eight dollars. And so for it to only be eleven hundred and fifty, I still think is so cheap. It's crazy. It's crazy that it's been a thousand dollars. But but I and, I and I said this on another show too. You better take it. I don't know what's going to happen to CrossFit. Do I think that someday they will push Pepsi in that L one? I, I, they could. It's not outlandish. We live in a society where we don't know. We're, we're saying men get pregnant. Anything is possible. Hurry up, take the L one, get that shit out of the way. Find a good affiliate, go there. Don't find a good affiliate, don't go there. I don't know, but but <laughs> take that and get the fuck out. Take, find a good affiliate, yeah. Go
1: there.
0: Before that shit gets weird, it might even be weird already. They may have it may have already sold out. I don't know. I haven't been to one in years, but 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 when i went to the the hundred that i've sat through in amazing and i think as long as nicole carroll's at the helm they won't be selling pepsi in there but the, but man if she's not there i'm telling you that 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 thing has a shelf life
2: more than worrying about um pepsi or coke coming into it i worry that
0: that's a metaphor too by the way like i don't like that's a or a, a, a simile it, it could be anything that just ruins it like tells you you start needing knee sleeves <sighs>
2: That's what I was going to say. It's like at the end of it, they go, oh, and by the way, for those of you just starting CrossFit, here's our list of products that we recommend you yes, buy. Yes. that's It's I, coming. It's coming. I hope not. Yeah.
0: You'll know. The second Nicole Carroll quits, you know. I hope not. They won't get her. She she will be uncorruptible.
2: Price increase is not a big deal. Fitness ain't deal, free.
0: With, it, with inflation screaming at 8%, it's insane that the L1 is still the same price. It was pre-9-11 CrossFit defined fitness. And for its flagship course to not cost more is Bananatown. Oh, this is oh this is from our newsletter. Yeah. Basically, in the newsletter, we said that. Like, it's Bananatown uh, crazy pants for it not to have gone up in price.
2: And we're on episode 373. How do you know that? I just checked on Apple. Uh, Christine, why I was asking because we're getting rapidly approaching 500 episodes.
0: Uh, will you play number 51? Words mean nothing when your phone rings. You don't have to answer. <laughs> Coke is fine, but if they start pushing Pepsi,
2: I'm
1: out.
0: <laughs> okay, don't play it then. Number 51. Do you have it? Uh, uh, do you have it? Okay, here we go. Oh no, no. Okay, you don't need to play this. We've already did this on two shows. Sorry. Okay, I'm erasing it. Fifty-one. Fifty-one.
2: <laughs> oh, this is interesting.
0: Uh, let's go. And every year, you should get an affiliation fee discount if you run a good box and change people's lives.
2: How would you? Who would determine what was good and what wasn't, though?
0: Uh, can we play number forty-nine? That's
2: where it gets tricky.
0: Number forty-nine. I hear you, Susan I'm not running over you. I just want to get something funny in here.
2: Hey, you. This is our. This is how we operate.
0: Okay. Good number
3: 49 with me today there's some new terms on the construction site that you need to learn here are the ones that we cannot say anymore so i need to make the list real quick for you Mandors are out studs especially in reference to king or jack studs are out mailboxes out any reference to female or male connectors completely gone on that list no more cock no more nuts no more nipples And you might as well be careful about talking about carpet, too, because we don't want any confusion there. Man lifts are out. I'll give you a complete list here of everything you need to know. And uh, by the way, all doors need to swing both
1: ways.
0: That's enough. He's had enough. Will's like, fuck that. (laughs) Had enough of that shit. So those are the new rules at construction sites across the country. Um, if you need to, uh, feel free to DM me and I will send you that uh, in an official uh, document form so you can take it to the construction site tomorrow. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, it's funny, but it, like th- 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 that's what's happened to like our universities. We are we are not far away from the word snatch not being allowed to describe that Olympic lift, the snatch. We're this close to losing it. Uh, number 48. This was fascinating to me. This was fascinating to me. Check this out, number forty. I don't even know if this is true. Maybe someone should look this up before we play it. Uh, someone will just send me a mean email. It's okay. It's fine. We'll disclaim it's yeah. part of the Morning yeah. up Sent it. Yes. <laughs> Check this out.
3: Uh, that he doesn't think uh, a Muslim member of Congress should be allowed to be in Congress. Why? Uh, under what? But, under what provision of the Constitution? Because you have to swear on the Bible. You, when, you, you, when you are, before I had to do it, I'm an elected official, three terms. I had to swear on a Bible. You have to swear on a Bible to be an elected official in the, in the United States of America. He alleges that a Muslim cannot do that ethically, swearing on the Bible. You don't actually have to swear on a Christian Bible. You can swear on anything, really. I don't know if you knew that. You can swear on a Jewish Bible. Oh, no. You can I swear swore on the Bible. I've done can, it three times. I'm sure Jake. you have. I'm sure you've picked a Bible. <laughs> The law is not that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. That is not the law. You you don't know that? <laughs> Doug Moore has often said.
0: You got to see that guy's face when he drops that on. Um, I don't know. I, did, I, I didn't even know. I, I don't know exactly what they're talking about. I think that guy is a judge or a politician. And, and he's talking about being sworn in. And then right there, the news anchor explains to him like, hey, you can swear on anything. Will's looking it up right now. I think he's like frantically like, "Is this bullshit or what?" Like, I want to swear on uh, Spider-Man comic number three seventy two, where um he interacts with Batman for the first time. It's the first time DC characters and Marvel characters interacted. That actually and means the most I, to you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I I'm gonna. That's going to be my. I'm doing my 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 on level one ass to mouth, <laughs> and we'll start coaching soon. Well, that's weird. I, never, I think it's at the moment. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was never into that ass-to-mouth shit. I, I, I'm not a poop guy at all. Just not. Just not. Uh, Can we do number 45, Uh, Island Boys? I really want to get the Island Boys on. Before we start here, I want to say this. I saw the Island Boys on... They were on a podcast. It came up in my YouTube while I was on the Assault Bike. And it was on Logan Paul's podcast. And I can't remember the name of his podcast. It's Impalable or something. Impulsive. Impulsive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Impulsive. And so these guys, these, these Island boy guys were on there and, and it made me, they, and they kind of got into like, they were offended by something like the co-host said about, about like how they could use their jewelry, like for retirement or something. And I didn't think it was offensive at all. I thought it was kind of like funny and cool. And these guys took offense to it. And I really want to interview these guys. And Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the whole thing is just a one giant shtick, like to be offended because they're trying to be hard. But, um, Anyway, anyway, they, it looks like they have a four, they have other island boys now living with them. can you, can you play that? <laughs> but I really want to get these guys on the show and just have a heart to heart with them, like the, like the Con Porter type interview find out what's going on in that island podcast. That's
1: boy, such good news. I'm an I'm boy, I'm just trying to make it, oh, I'm just island boy, I'm just island boy, I'm just keep what I want, am so gonna keep that gun, I'm gonna do it while I'm staring at the sun, got over here with the fourth oh, island boy, and I'm the fourth island boy, I'm the fourth island boy, and I'm just trying to make it, but everybody hate me.
2: Uh, I'm people enjoy that for their music i guess how
0: many followers do those people have that's just nuts they got they got two more dudes 1 million 98 po- posts anyway it's it's kind of an interesting video there's there's a, a weirdness to that podcast there's a weirdness to that podcast. There's um, there, there's a guy on it. I think his name's George. I invited him to come on this podcast. He's one of the hosts of that podcast. He seems like the coolest out of the three at a at a Logan. And I Is don't he know the th-
2: dude that's on the couch normally.
0: Yeah, he kind of looks like a young version of me, like a young yeah. chubby version of me. Yeah. And uh, and then there's another guy on there who's just not nice. My ears are screaming. He's just trying
2: too hard. Not that he's not nice. He's a,
0: he just tries too hard. Okay, I'm okay. Maybe. Okay. Um go down to 65. This really caught me off guard. I, I don't know why this is so weird to me. I, I didn't even know Tia and Matt were friends. But this really tripped me out. I, I, I should actually text Matt and ask him if this is real. You Somewhere in the UK coming up soon, it looks like Tia and Matt are there. And you're going to be able to pay money to take a picture in, with both of them. I'm not, I'm not even sure how this works. It's, um, it's at the Arnold Classic United Kingdom event. And there's like 10 celebrities there or five celebrities there. And you can pay money to take pictures with them. But you sign up now ahead of time. One of the celebrities is Arnold. That one's sold out. And then there's like Sugar Ray Leonard. And then there's, there's these different people. There's a link, I think, uh, right by number 65. Oh, did I? Oh, it's in the text thread. Sorry, Will. It's in the text thread. Sorry. It's not on the show notes. Sorry. <laughs> But, oh, wow, I never saw that page. And and what's fascinating about this is I think you take a picture of them with both of them. So, like, if you want a picture with Michael Bisping, you just take it with him. But if you want it with Matt, you get it with Matt and Tia. Can you put buy photos and see what it says? Like a twofer? Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. I wonder how good – I wonder how much they get paid for that. Is that, like – Probably I, paid by, like, the sponsorship? What happened?
2: What happened? I think he's – He's figuring it out. Oh,
0: Without taking us on the journey. I I can't imagine Matt going to the UK unless they pay him s- or or I to think you. It's
2: Sponsors pay. Him. Wouldn't it be a sponsor thing?
0: Uh, you know, I like think it's Nike the Arnold Classic or,
2: or or Rogue Rogue aren't they Rogue athletes? Maybe it's a contract thing. We pay you X amount. You set. You show up at
0: X amount of events. Can you click that buy photo button? Oh, look. So these are the people you can buy photos with. Let me see. Hold on. You right bu- there. You, you can buy a photo buy with it? Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's sold out. Eddie Hall, Lee Haney, David Goggins, Sugar Ray Leonard, Matt Fraser, plus Tia Toomey, oh, yeah, right. Ronnie Coleman, Michael Bisming, and Jay Cutler. So what I'm getting is, is I'm f- thinking is, is maybe you take a picture of them and it costs $100 and then T and Matt get all $100 since it kind of like promotes. So if you take a thousand of those pictures, that would be uh, $100,000
2: we're going to show up just off to the side and you guys could take a picture with
0: a seven too. So, so, so if, if they charge a hundred dollars a photo and let's say they make 80 off of each one and they take a thousand photos, I can't imagine they take a thousand photos. Oh, Oh yeah. How much is that, it's so it costs a hundred pounds to 150 pounds. Why, why can't they just give us one price? Can you click that again? Um, Oh, look at and you can choose numbers. Fifty-one remaining slots. That's so hard for me to see. Sale ends September twenty third, two thousand twenty-two. Having a professional picture taken with Matt Fraser and Tia Toomey meet in person, shake their hands. One person includes. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you get a six by nine photo for a hundred pounds. Let's say it's one hundred fifty bucks. Okay, all right. And then what? 150? The oh. You get. Oh else? shit. Oh. So for 150 pounds, which is probably like 225 bucks, you can have you and like like oh, me and you could both copies. be in the photo. No, no, both me and you are in the photo. Yeah, you get two copies. Okay, so I get it. Oh, okay. so you can go to this expo. Matt and I could go to this expo. Let's say Matt and I were a couple, and we could go there. And for fools. 150 pounds, we could both be in the photo with T and Matt. Okay. Or but if you did, if you were so like if I break up with you before, then you went by yourself. <laughs> you pay, pay 100, 100 pounds. Okay. Got it. All right. Well. God, I hope they make fucking I hope they make $100,000 each from that. What a great gig. Who wants to sp- spend $100 to take a photo with me?
2: Would you be nervous about that? Like if if they were like, "Hey, we're going to do this event" and like you could Not as
0: long as they were wearing masks, I'd be fine. No, no, no. I, I don't want to like, get COVID.
2: What if you're the only one that no one buys a ticket for? Oh. You know, it's like when they line you up for kickball. Like don't you get anxious? Like
0: I'm used to it. I'm used to it.
2: You're just over there. I was
0: over, always picked after the girls. I'm used to it. So you'd be fine.
2: Like somebody would be standing in line. No, and wouldn't I wouldn't be up. fine.
0: I wouldn't be fine, <laughs> but I would deal with it. They,
2: they come over and you go, Oh, here's someone to take the photo. And then they just go, Hey, are you in line for the bathroom? <laughs> You're like, Oh,
0: I would deal <laughs> okay. with it. Uh, let's finish. Um, as we run out of time here, let's go to number 20. Uh, this, is, this reminded me of what it probably looks like in Berkeley, Los Angeles, uh, and just all over Michigan. This is uh, in a – I think this is at some event in China. And someone there China. tested positive for COVID in, in this event. Oh, it's in a Chinese – it's a they convention machine center. machine
2: gun down the whole venue.
0: And, and basically everyone panics and has to – before they let them out of that venue, you have to run and get in line and get a COVID test. Holy shit. Uh, Did you see them bagging COVID tests in China? sound bagging cats. Have you seen... Oh, I know. Have you? There's a video going around. I wonder if I... Ha, can you play this, Will? Sorry. I'm all over the place. <laughs> so these are people at a convention center. Now they won't let them out because someone inside of there tested positive and now they want uh, to test everyone in there before they let you out. Damn. You would never keep me in there. You would never, ever keep me in there. You could not keep me somewhere to... to I don't think you keep me somewhere where I had to be tested to get out.
2: It's crazy the compliance because, like,
0: at some all those point people should stampede. Wouldn't
2: somebody be like, "Hey, let's just bust these windows out"? Yeah,
0: fuck you. We're out the door. Just push the door open. Run people over. Can't keep people in Run there. People trample.
2: That's a scary situation. Have you ever been in a pl- in a situation where there was a mass like stampede of people running?
0: The CrossFit Games one year where they had that issue. Do you remember that? No. Really? It was first come, first serve in the uh, in oh, the, the tennis, tennis stadium. Yeah, the tennis stadium. Oh, and people got trampled. Some people got trampled.
2: Really? I remember people would show up and they would just start laying shirts over chairs and then there'd be whole sections with just shirts and stuff over them for people saving seats and what have you. That was a good those were good early years because there was a lot of um issues where logistically it was set up for conflict. You know, like, hey, you put your <laughs> shirt there. Like, but there. But there was never
0: conflict. <laughs> it was a great year logistically like, set
2: up. I know. It's it kind was. Of, it was. You know what I'm talking about? They were great people. Like, dudes were already shirtless, ready to throw down. But, like, it was. It was a good – you know what really changed it? You remember, I think it was the last year that they were at Carson, and they put Vendor Village so you could access it without having a ticket. Do you remember that? So it was actually outside the venue. No. So you that, could go and you could cool. shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't cool. It wasn't? No. Mm -mm. why because when you were in because then it was just public access so a bunch of people that had no idea what CrossFit was or anything else were just coming through there and drinking and it just it changed it right but but vibe
0: changed the vibe
2: big time in the years prior when vendor village was inside the whole entire venue and i feel sorry for anybody who's like especially really into crossfit now from like 2018 on, because that's gone you'll never
0: experience that sorry to break the news what we did in carson yes because well it might go back there If they ever bring Dave back.
2: Well, even it okay, well, if it went back there, maybe it'd be nostalgic for the rest of us. But the, but the vibe was really like you stepped into just a big CrossFit gym. Like everybody in the crowd was just, i mean everybody wore workout clothes that's probably still a thing right it was hot so everybody was like half naked and and you run into people and it just the vibe was just nice it didn't matter you would just spark up a conversation you could bump anyone as
0: hard as you wanted to cross the game and just say excuse me
2: they would turn around and say excuse excuse me to you you ran into them and they're apologizing for it and yeah those those years were were it was really special down there and it It definitely changed when they put Vendor Village outside. That was the first step. Like, oh, they really want... And then they stopped allowing you to uh, bring in outside food and beverages too. And I don't know. I'm assuming that's probably something StubHub required because they... I think part of the deal was like the vendors that sold food and stuff in there, not the independent food trucks, but the actual, you know, the hot dog stands within there. I think maybe they, they weren't getting as much of the pie as they wanted to, so they cut it off. Oh, because we, oh, used right. to, we used to pack up a whole entire thing. We'd have a whole big bag. You'd take this big like lunch pail with us. You go set your seat up in your section for the day and everything else. And I remember showing up one of the uh, first days on the weekend and they were like, no, you have to start emptying all that out. They wouldn't allow people to bring in water. And then that's also when the vendor village was outside and it, you already started the, the, the change start to happen as opposed to in 2010 on the Friday Night Lights when they had that Amanda workout and it was that first big Friday Night Lights at Carson. It was like half the stadium was empty. You could sit wherever the hell you yeah. want. Yeah,
0: Yep. Crazy. Um, there's, di- there's, there's different degrees of doing bad shit to people. Maybe there's a distinction between, let's say you have a friend and you sleep with his girlfriend and you, and you sleep with, his, let's say you sleep with your best friend's girlfriend. And then there's, then there's like, you sleep with your best friend's girlfriend after they break up. Maybe, maybe there's a difference in there. You know what I mean? What makes me say this is the degrees of bad shit that people do to you or or that you let bother you would be the, the more enlightened way to say it or, or the way life comes is someone asked oh your your status on Dan Bailey there's this group of people that that when um things were bad they attacked and it's one thing to attack me when things aren't bad i get it like shit shit we rumble like 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 people rumble i rumble with i rumble with, I, 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 we 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 fuck with luke the other day he's on we fuck with rich rich fucks with us back we fuck with hiller hiller fucks with us back like there's when things are good it's okay to fuck with people a little bit. You guys fuck with each other, like we fuck with each other. We play, we poke, we prod. It's like my kids running up to Susan, punch him in the stomach. They don't do it when he's asleep. They wouldn't do it if he was throwing up in the bushes. You don't walk over and put someone in a chokehold when they're in the bushes throwing up. When, when Matt Fraser's like throwing up at, at the games and they're about to go out and Scott Panchik's like, I'm like, Hey, what's Matt doing over there? And Scott drops that funniest line in the history, the behind the scenes. And he goes, he made some joke about he's missing his his basement life living with his parents in his basement or something okay? like that's okay worth the games he knows Matt's the best he knows like that's just like he's making the situation light but there were these group of people when shit was going really bad at CrossFit who I had done a lot of really good shit for in my life I dedicated my life to helping those people and when I tripped and stumbled they fucking attacked and they never showed any sign of that before. No sign of that before. Like I know who my adversaries are. If I, if I, I'm not going to go to the fucking Grand Canyon and stand on the edge with fucking LaFranco standing behind me. <laughs> and he's fucking drunk and bumps into me and I fall in. I, th- I wonder if that guy's a drunk because he thinks that's what writers should be—only good ones. Yeah, only good ones. Uh right. Um, but um, so 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 like you know, I'm just I'm just I'm just processing. Like like there's people. Yeah, like when I had con- when I had Com Porter on recently, like people say to me all the time, like, "Man, you say so many nice things about Katrin, but then you used to say all that other shit about her." Hey, it's all it's. I'm not, I'm not lying. I'm not there just to attack someone. I'm not. I'm not. Um, oh, are you bitter? I've already told you this. Ask your mom how I taste. She knows exactly how I taste. what are you talking about I'm better. I'm sweet like pineapple. i eat pine I drink a gallon of pineapple juice every day. um so it's it's just it's just more like i am I over that part of the story and 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 I don't know. I don't know, but definitely not bitter. i'm I'm partying I'm having fun with it um those people those people wrote that story, not me. Like, I don't care that, that – you, you. those people wrote that story. That's the only part of the story I tell. I tell the part of the story that they wrote. When shit was bad, people were making up all sorts of lies about me. Some people stood up for me, not many, and were like, hey, that's not true. And other people ran with it. And they ran with it to save themselves. They were trying to pick a winning team. They didn't run with it because like they hated me. They're trying to fucking pick a winning team. They have no integrity. They weren't interested in the truth.
2: Self-preservation.
0: Yeah. That's why I talk great about capturing because there's tons of fucking great, amazing moments I have. There's tons and tons of great, amazing moments I had with Dan. But like if you fucking, if I trip and fall and you fucking pour fucking 100 scorpions on my back while I'm down, then that's going to be, in, that's the story. You did that. I'm not bitter. I'm fucking on top of the fucking world, but you have Anyway. So, so, um, it's fun for me to talk about. I like the, I, part of me likes the drama. I'm glad that I have it as part of like, uh, one of the the threads in this podcast. <laughs> my, 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 um, anyway, that's where I am with that. Uh, but 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 at some at some moment it would be crazy to have uh, catching on and like bury the hatchet and just be like yo why'd you why'd you print that shit and she's like and you know maybe she'd be like I didn't and I'll be like but I saw it here and she'd be like well someone else had my Instagram account or you know what I mean or I really thought that it was wrong the way you spoke to Stacy Tovar or, like some, who knows hmm. who knows how who knows how it plays out. But uh, but maybe not bitter, maybe a better word is I'm excited. I'm excited by it. I'm stimulated by it. You have to remember that I did the same job basically for 15 years and grew in a position and grew and grew and grew and gave my whole life to this thing by choice. And I had a blast doing it. And I promoted all of these people. I loved on these people so hard publicly. You have to remember that you can't don't don't just look at it in a vacuum. And then for any of these people to turn on me when I give them my life to promote them. Nuts. Bat shit, crazy nuts. But I know that what they were doing, they were choosing a winning team. I get it. You chose the wrong team. OK, guys, I love you guys. Bye. See you tomorrow. Sousa, thank you. Brandstetter boss.